I am frustrated because this stupid app that I'm working on isn't working. Before break, a podcast about doing meaningful work. My name is Frank, and I'm an iOS instructor. My name is Angelo. I am a Twizzler eater, apparently. I've eaten half a bag. <laughs> I'm all fired up, Frank. I'm all fired up. Oh my god, what's got you so fired up, Angelo? I think Twizzlers, mostly, but, you know, uh, beyond the high fructose corn syrup, um... It's, you know, I mentioned on the last podcast, oh my God, it's almost the year end. And so I'm kind of thinking about uh, how I'm going to draw this year to a close. Just, you know, take stock of the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's always, uh, it's always a fun time of year, you know, when things start to wrap up and we get to sit down and look back at the year that was yeah yeah i mean it it sometimes comes with a little bit of trepidation for me at least because i do feel like i need to make this clean break between 2019 and 2020 or 2019 and 2020 as you might say um but it is like i like i mentioned last time it is an exciting time of the year for me because i do like doing this kind of dive on how did things go and and what do I want to improve on and what do I want to change up, you know, like, so yeah, uh, I figured maybe today we could talk a little bit about just how we do our little annual retrospectives, which actually are probably not that little. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome topic. We've talked about this a bit in the past, but it was mostly like how I went about it. So it'd be nice to, you know, maybe see right on. your side of the story and, uh, and have you talk about how you do your retros. Right on. Um, so <laughs> I'm still forming this kind of thing. Uh, I, I'm not totally settled on a process just yet, but I've been, you know, over the last almost, going on almost two years, I've been um, doing we- weekly retrospectives. I've talked about mm-hmm. them a lot. Um, and uh, so at the end of this year, across, you know, four notebooks, I'll have... 52 weekly retrospectives. So those are, you know, the kinds of things that I can review pretty quickly. Take a look at, hey, what are the the themes that came up? What are the things that I learned? You know, what, um, how did I generally do with goals that I'd set, you know? Um, Which gives me kind of like a running tally that I can then summarize. But also, you know, throw in things about, hey, what are some of the special things that happened in the year? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, stuff like that. That's really impressive, by the way. 52 weekly retros written down in notebooks. Like, I'm I'm, a little jealous. Like, I wish I had that to look back on. (laughs) I think that's amazing. You know, yeah. Well, I'm also just collecting notebooks at this point, and I don't know what to do with them. So, yeah. Um, But it is something that I've really... Once I got into the um, the habit of doing them effectively, not just um, going to the review tab in OmniFocus and just hitting Command Shift R 
like right. 32 times or whatever, you know? Uh, but actually thinking, putting some some effort into, okay, what went well? What didn't go well? What did I learn? What do I want to improve next week, you know? Um, it just became something where if I miss it, which happens fairly often where I'll do it like Monday morning instead of Sunday, you know? Hmm. But when I do miss it, I do feel like I'm, I'm not ready for the week. I'm not, I don't feel ready to tackle my tasks and, and my, you know, uh, my projects for the next week until I get that done. So that kind of forces me to set aside the time and do it. Um, what's funny is that I haven't really applied that to things like, um, monthly reviews or quarterly or whatever, which I was kind of thinking it would do. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so far the weekly stuff has been really effective. Um, some of the stuff that I, I really want to focus on with that, though, um, is the idea of um, the way I set up my week is I set three goals for myself, right? And then every okay. day, I also set like three tasks that are, these are the most important things that need to get done today. Um, this is um, known as Big Rocks Decision Management. Uh at least that's the defini definition I've seen uh, with um, the Franklin Covey team. Mm -hmm. And the idea there is that you have like major priorities that you have to tackle. And then there's all the other day-to-day kind of like um, just tasks that you got to do that you've got on your to-do list and uh, take time out of your day. Um, but aren't really important for moving your progress, moving the needle on like projects that you're working on, goals you're working right. towards, stuff like that. So the idea is schedule the big ones first. Make sure you've got those, you know, uh, you know exactly when you're going to do them. And then fill the gaps with like the gravel, as they call it, which is the more, um, uh, you know, minutia of the day. Um, right. You've talked the about this as like eating the frog a little bit, right. I think. It's not exactly a perfect parallel, but it's that kind of thing. And I got to say, uh, like, I love the idea. Um, I'm not sure I'm doing it as well as I could, though. Okay. Why Why is that? Um. For one, I, I've noticed that, like, I don't think I've fully nailed down what those big rocks are. Or in um, the All the Things course that Sean Blanc uses, he calls them your big three for the week or for the, for the day or whatever. I, I, they tend to shift, you know, as I go from, like, month to month or quarter to quarter or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I haven't taken the time to really sit down and explore why that's happening you know um maybe i'm not doing a good enough job of setting them from like a top down basis where like you, what are your top three goals for the year and those should inform your top three goals for i don't know the month and that should inform the top three goals for your week mm. which should inform the top three goals for each day in that week and you know uh so it's kind of like an inverted tree um maybe um, so I don't know. Uh, I noted down here that big rocks roll downhill and I, I kind of like that metaphor 
but I don't think I can uh, I can coast with it too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I feel like that's partly because uh, it, not having a great um, definition of those at the kind of like thirty thousand foot view, as as we say, um, means that like I. I get easily distracted by shiny new projects and stuff like yeah, that. You know? They kind Which of like, like lose their context, right? Yeah, exactly. You don't see why these things are important anymore. Yeah, exactly. Or why they were important to begin with. If you, you know, haven't actually mm-hmm. stated why they're important to you, which right. I think, you know, isn't that rare a thing. We all have, we all understand certain priorities, you know, like if there's a medical emergency in the family, that's a priority. Everything else, forget about it. It doesn't matter. Um, but when it's stuff like, oh, I'm working on a theme for a blogging platform versus I'm working on updating some iOS apps. Well, you know, how are you doing that calculus on does one of these move you closer to some goal than the other? For example, you know, right. Um, then in my case, neither are. So, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> yeah, have you heard of this kind of technique? Yeah, so I've been thinking about this a lot fairly recently because, like, I too feel like I'm getting, like, bogged down in, like, the day-to-day stuff and mm-hmm. I'm not finding time for, like, the 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 big rocks, you know? And, uh, and that's, and that's been tough, you know, as, especially as someone who, you know, wants to get writing done and if, when you don't have that like block of say two hours set aside, my goodness, is it ever difficult to, you know, just like sit down and like yeah. bang out some text. So and- yeah, I've been thinking about this too. And, and it just. I feel like the day-to-day stuff, it's a lot easier to feel accomplished in the short term by, you know, doing the small tasks and getting like that, Absolutely. that hit of dopamine. Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, it's uh, it's operational work. It's it's support work right. that you're doing, right? Like, so it's making things move forward. It's just, is it making, imp- well, I shouldn't say important things. Like, it's pretty important to prepare <laughs> your dinner or whatever, you know? Like, that's, yeah, of course, that's important. Or get your groceries done. But is it... You know, uh, moving you forward on those like bigger goals that you have for your life, for, you know, your career, for your relationship, for your family, for whatever. Right. Um, It's funny because I was uh, like in preparation for this episode, I was actually reading the retro from that I wrote for 2018. Okay. And... Essentially, I wrote that it was that 2018 was like this catastrophic failure that did not move <laughs> yeah, I remember that. towards any of my goals. Um, and yeah, and and while I don't feel the same way about 2019, and I mean I'm still gonna have to go back and kind of like dig a little more. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not quite. At least right now, I feel like I'm not quite where I want to be. And it's because of that specifically, you know, like not finding time for those big rocks. Because like, man, I'm good at replying to email. Like I am on top of that, you know? Yeah. you're. But, but when it comes to like, you know, outlining a new course or, 
you know, getting like a blog article up, my goodness, mm-hmm. that that's still a struggle. Have you taken time to like think about why that's a struggle? Because that's something that's been an issue for me. Um, I've made a lot of progress on that in like this past. I, you know what? Since we started this podcast, really um, learning a lot about how the way I feel affects um, the things that I do or don't do in a, in a day. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I'm wondering if you've like noticed any trends or anything you know yeah i feel like for me like the biggest trend i can spot is that i'm really bad at staying accountable to myself and that the time at which i've been most productive with that type of work is when i was accountable to someone else so right you know, to go into specifics, um, for a little while, uh, Shelly was managing my, uh, essentially like my content calendar. Mm-hmm. And when she was doing that, like, wow, like my output was, you know, consistent. Yeah. It was like weekly. And then, you know, and then we had our first kid. And like, I mean, obviously, you know, things are going to things are going to slow down a bit. Yeah, of course. Now that, you know, now that I'm back at it, I find it hard again to, you know, like ship stuff. That could just be because you're out of practice. Um, yeah, it could. Um, it could also be because I have a bunch of half written articles and none that I want to actually publish. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've chatted a little bit about this in person, how like getting these things done is often about sort of like negative emotion management. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's definitely something that I'm really noticing, you know, uh, I, and it's cool to be able to recognize it and say like, Hey, you're not doing this because you just, aren't looking forward to a potentially unpleasant conversation or whatever. Um, right. You know, and, and being able to intercept that and maybe redirect it is kind of something I want to improve on. Um, but it's hard. It, it's definitely hard. Oh, yeah. Anyways, so that was a bit of a detour. Yeah. It's, it's probably my fault. Sorry about that. Hey, no, 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 no. It's worth it. It's worthwhile. Um, okay. So do you feel like you see these types of trends in your weekly retros? Um, only over a very short term, I think, you know, um, and it's probably something, um, that, or maybe it's not even short term now that I think about it. It's only, let's say the last few months that I've actually started writing, a paragraph sort of project update for every like main area of concern in my life rather than mm-hmm. just doing a, you know, like the review and OmniFocus. And when you have to like summarize in a couple of sentences, like where are we at here every week? Um, it adds some kind of, it's almost so like uh, Daniel Jalkett um, to 
writes the MarsEdit uh, blog blogging um, mm-hmm. app for Mac and hosts co-hosts the um, Core Intuition podcast with Manton Reese. He's been doing this thing it, to help him ship more often. He's been doing this thing where Fridays, like late mornings, he has a like a quote unquote meeting with my manager, and so he plays like both sides of the conversation. His manager, who's like, okay, what are you working on? What are you? And then himself as the you know individual contributor, who's like, well, this is what I worked on, and this is what I'm planning on doing, and this is why, and and that kind of uh, discussion of where's your progress at summarized in a few sentences seems to be really helpful in a way, you know, uh, whether you do it some as some kind of role-playing thing or you do it, um, you know, like having a conversation with your boss who's yourself or just doing it the way I'm doing it where I just want to write up a paragraph every week on like, how, how did this go? What is my expectation or whatever? Uh, is showing me certain trends. And those trends are mainly that I've probably got too many uh, distractions that I have convinced myself are of value when maybe they're they're not. Hmm. Distractions like what? Is there anything that you can that you can talk about on here? Uh well, I mean I wanted to start writing more often. Mhm. And as kind of a way to do that, I talked about this a little bit before. I I'm I created a theme for Hugo, which is a static site generator. Um which ended up becoming this own kind of like beast that I had to maintain and update and whatever. And when that got boring, <laughs> I stopped writing because like it, you know, it, it, it works fine. It's doing what I wanted to do. Uh, are there things I could add to it? Absolutely. Do I care enough to want to turn this into not my life's work, but you know, like a, a, a project that takes up some not insignificant amount of time in my week and mm. not so much. Fair enough. So you're not even talking about like social media or that kind of stuff. It's Oh no, no, no. For you it's more about like side projects that I guess are kind of like yeah. not pulling their weight. Yeah, I I guess I should clarify. It it's not even um a question of distraction in terms of uh, I think it's important to have some distraction from, you know, like a little bit of time where like okay, this is where I don't think about stuff and I just kind of like mindlessly watch the Mandalorian or, you know, uh, good choice. Go through like, I don't, I don't go through Twitter. It just makes me upset, but you know, like that kind of thing. That's fine. That's great. Uh, I, I think it's, it's healthy to like disconnect and we don't need to produce all the time. Holy crap. You know, it's really Mm -hmm. bad to be, constantly busy building things but rather uh if you know that you need some downtime which we do uh that means that the time that you're allocating to focused work is at even more of a premium 
you're not spending all 16 waking hours or whatever, 17, 15, whatever the average is, you know, focusing on cranking out widgets. You can't right. possibly be doing that, you know? So then what's taking you away from the focused work, right? And I, like I, I tend to work in bursts anyhow where I'll be very focused for a little bit and working on this and then I'll set it aside for a couple of days and then come back to it. So like, I don't know. Um, I'm used to taking little context switching breaks as a form of distraction between things. Uh, but it really is more like um, this isn't where I see my time and attention best applied kind of thing you know and all they're doing is injecting stress and tension in my life because i i have them on my to-do list or whatever um and i just keep punting them down the road for what reason right so last week i talked about uh, maybe it's good to let go of certain things that you've subsumed into your identity that aren't really important to you anymore, you know, but you just keep doing them because you're like, well, this is what I do. So. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of as if like your brain is telling you to do the thing, but your heart is telling you to stop. Yeah. And I I don't even know if it's my brain or just my like, like the lizard part of your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Yeah, not the sophisticated part of your brain. Well, sophisticated is a stretch, but... <laughs> what? So you've been doing these weekly retros. Mm-hmm. So now, how do you... So how do you use them to, like, in order to, you know, get, like, this high-level view of the past year? Yeah, um... I. I my intention this year because it's really the first year that i have like a full year of weekly retros Mm -hmm. and my intention is to sort of approach an annual retro the same way read through all 52 you know there are only about two pages in a a5 notebook you know so it's not really that much and just get a feel for like generally what went well what didn't go well? What did I learn? You know, um, and then give myself some time to like crunch on everything that I've read, and then see what see what bubbles up, you know, and just write it out. I think um, write it out. Just that's some, just, that's some good advice to just <laughs> keep a lot writing. Of people out there, yeah, just write it out. Well, uh, there's something that when I start writing, uh, it like I'll, I'll sit and I'll write a couple of pages in the morning, not every morning, sometimes it's just a couple of sentences, but when you crank out a couple of pages on like where your head's at and why you think it might be there or just like ask questions about it. Uh, it feels kind of cathartic, you know? Absolutely. Um, uh, and uh, you get into that flow where you're like just writing without editing. 
And um, just getting the ideas down or getting the questions down then again lets my brain crunch on them a little bit. And then I can come back to it. And I have a written record of like where my head was at, like a snapshot of where my head was at. So I find that helpful. What I find interesting with this approach is that you're, you know, like you're doing this with real data, you know, like you're going into like past Angelo's mind in order to, yeah. you know, get a, like a real feel of like, you know, how things went over the year. That's assuming I was honest with myself in my weekly retros. Right. And uh, but assuming you were. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like one one of the things that I've noticed with my own retros is that for a few years, you know, I would do these like just, you know, trying to remember how things went, you know, like say, I think the first year I did this was 2015. So I would mm-hmm. sit there at the end of 2015 and think like, ah, uh, like how did 2015 go? Yeah. And looking back on what I wrote, I feel like that wasn't really effective. Like it didn't really capture, you know, all of the moments and, and really, you know, like the meat of what happened during that year and how things progressed. And because like a year is a long time, right? And it's, I think <laughs> yeah. it's really easy for us to kind of like, you know, lose the context of like everything that happened. You know, even just for myself this year, I'm like, when I think back, I've had like, what, a couple of client contracts that are absolutely, like, not on my mind anymore. Right. Right? Like, how did those go, you know? Um, so I think it's interesting, you know, to really go back and, and use real data, you know? Like, check your calendar. Check your, like, check your task manager. You know? Right like, on. If you, if, you, if you can go back in time, do that. See what your projects were. See if they got completed or if they didn't. And I think it'll give you, like, a more accurate picture of, of like of how your year went, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think there's also like a, a another subtlety on top of that where the way you feel about how your year went is going to also be affected by like your present mood when you sit down to write the thing. Too, Absolutely, right? Yeah. So. Um, that's where at least having some record, some written record, accurate or not, uh, accurate or not, makes a difference. Um, so that's one, and that's why I say like, so long as I was being honest with myself in my weekly retros, because they're prone to the same thing. It's just because they're happening so much more frequently, law of averages hopefully uh, applies. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on like how you want to improve that? Um I'm I'm not I'm not too sure. Like I always find it interesting I always find it interesting to read about how I felt at the end of the year because I find that that's often a good indication of, you know, like was I satisfied with sure. my year or not and so like that's always interesting. Like whenever I do my my year in review, you know, whenever I do my retro, I always go back to 
you know, like the retro before. And even if I'm just reading like, you know, like the last few paragraphs, I can generally get a good sense of how I was feeling at the end of, of that year, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Especially if you aren't just kind of sitting down and writing it all in one shot, but rather take time to like build up some notes and some like, you know, over the course of a few days to sort of temper um, any influence of, I am frustrated because this like stupid app that I'm working on isn't working, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or I'm I'm frustrated because Notion doesn't have a dark mode. (laughs) About that. Um, it, it, it does, but, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and are you thinking about using like for the coming year, some kind of like collecting some data on this stuff? Do you think that would be helpful? Do you think it might inject, you know, um, some observer bias or something? So I know for is that it? (laughs) Whatever, you know what I mean. I understand what you mean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For this year, I'm definitely going to, you know, look back and gather as much data as I can, you know, like from my calendar and from OmniFocus. Um, But like I said in the beginning of like, you know, at the top of the show, like I'm I'm really jealous that you have 52 (laughs) weekly reviews in the bag all written up. So, like, that might be something that I that I take on next year. I think it would certainly do. I think it would certainly do me well. Well, uh, when I do it, I'll report back and let you know if I found it helpful or if I just gave up four <laughs> reviews in because it's just taking too long, which is you know a possibility. Um, but I think there's going to be some interesting uh, insights that fall out of it. Hopefully. I don't know. So, yeah. I think the other interesting thing is, and I mentioned this at the top of the show, something that I haven't really been tracking very well in my weekly retrospectives, but I always put on my plan for the week is like, what are milestones and, you know, events that are happening that are like completely unrelated to projects and and work and stuff like that but like am i having dinner with friends am i celebrating my anniversary you know uh am i you know stuff like that and and i think that kind of thing is um you know if we're talking about like productivity being a measure of like some measure of time management, some measure of task management, and some measure of sort of the management of your emotional state, this stuff becomes pretty important, right? Like loneliness is is cited as a public health risk at this point, right? And as we move towards like, you know, you and I, uh, we're self-employed. Mm-hmm. I work from home, you know. Uh, I... Uh, try not to venture out because I'm, you know, lazy. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like, as you do this kind of thing, like, hey, how did my week go in relation to um, 
the amount of times I saw my friends or like, uh, did I schedule a, you know, a FaceTime call with like somebody who's living, uh, you know, not in my city or whatever, stuff like that. Uh, I think that's going to be kind of interesting to see because there's definitely a correlation. We know this, um, between that kind of self-care and your, uh, ability to, push through the harder, like the obstacles that impede your progress. Um, So that's something that I think will be interesting to look at. But that also means a lot of data written with a pen on paper that I have to sit through, sift through, right? So, So we'll see. Yeah, when I was thinking about, you know, like going through my calendar and stuff, that's definitely like... Like the times that where I've gone out and seen friends, that's mm-hmm. exactly the type of thing that you kind of like lose touch of, right? Like yeah, over sure. the course of a year, you know, like, did I see my friends this year? You know, like I do I have friends? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, it's 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 incredible how we can like lose touch, like even like, you know, big events, like say going to a conference or something. I find myself wondering, like. Like, was that conference this year or was it last year? Sure. You know? Yeah. And I yeah. mean, this is like a multi-day event in like a different country. You know, this isn't a small thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's weird that like I can tell you how many lines of code I shipped, but I can't tell you how many like minutes I spent, you know, laughing at a joke that a friend told me over dinner. My friends aren't very funny, so like this asymptotically <laughs> approaches zero. But no, that's that's not true. You're all very funny. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Dodged a bullet there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, that's something that's on my mind a lot, and something that I think I might start tracking a little bit more in in future retros. Uh, I did find um, there's a, a glitch user, but they created yearinpixels.glitch.me. Um, and, and this is basically a little pixel calendar, like where uh, every day you just click on a smiley and it'll track over time. Like if you're feeling ha! great, average, Amazing. difficult. So you can kind of see, like, I haven't been doing this, but I think it's it's fantastic. I think it's so cute. And, and you know, just like a great little UI. I'll share that in the show notes because I think it's great. But uh, if we're talking recommendations, I'm going to, like, definitely plug this one this week because I just think it's, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, you know, I like this kind of stuff. I, I really like... Um, these little tools for just getting in touch with yourself. And this is a great one. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so cute. It's so lovely. I think it's amazing the things that people make with Glitch. Like more, I like, I'm just constantly impressed. <laughs> it's, it's really like just a great little platform for these, these kinds of things. Huh. Very cool. What about you? Do you have anything you want to you wanna plug or recommend or... I... For me, I think the best is just, you know, sit down and write it out. Like if especially if you're new to this, like 
you don't need to go back and like sift through like all the data of your year. Like if it, this is the first time, just, you know, sit down, write out your thoughts, um, like just get it out on paper. And when you're going to look at this next year, you're going to be so thankful. You know, you're going to be like, wow, right on. past me did me a solid. And so do you have any guidelines for what people, sh- what kind of points people should hit as they're doing this kind of uh, review, like a, a rough outline or just kind of yeah, what comes so to mind? I, I try to um, do it with respect to my areas of focus. So like from like the GTD perspective, I think, I think it's like 20,000 feet. It's like the major areas of your life. Um, personally and professionally so say for example you might you might have a section on like relationships and a section on friends and fitness and health and like just the things that you're responsible for right you know and that i i I find it that kind of encompasses it nicely encompasses you know the kind of like your reality and the things that, you know, you need to, the things that affect your day-to-day. Right on. Sure. Uh, and it's weird how you don't even notice sometimes that those things, those overarching um, goals or concerns or whatever you want to call them, um, you don't even think about them day-to-day necessarily, you know? Unless you, right. unless you focus on developing a habit or whatever, like I'm going to try and get... 30 minutes of exercise five times a week. Okay, that's my progress against this. And that's what I mean about like, if I don't set that goal as, as kind of like, this is an area that I want to be, I want to take responsibility for and let that trickle down to my day-to-day life, then, you know, how do I convince myself to actually do it? How do I make myself, as you were saying, how do I make myself accountable to it? So, Right, and I find that, like the whole area of focusing is really good because then from that you can, you know, define projects and kind of like everything just kind of trickles down from there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know, so that's, that's how I've been approaching it for the Mm -hmm. past few years. And, uh, it's been doing, it's been doing great for me. So essentially I start off with that and then, you know, I end with kind of like what my, what I want my goals to be for, for the next year. Um, and that's something we can talk about next time. That sounds like a good idea. Um, what do you think? You want to wrap it up here? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, any final things you want to share or follow me on Twitter at Frankacy. It's the best place to find the best me. All right, and you can check out my blog. I'm going to start writing again. Darn it, uh, angelostavro.com. Um, thanks for listening. It's been really wonderful spending time with you. And we'll speak to you again in about a week. Peace out, super friends. Take care, everyone.
listening to Make Before Break, a podcast about the struggle in doing meaningful work. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you left a review on iTunes. We don't do ads, so if you'd like to help offset our production costs, you can buy us a coffee. Links are in this episode's show notes. Visit us on the web at makebeforebreak.com, follow us on Twitter at makebeforebreak, or send an email to hello at makebeforebreak.com. Thank you.